Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast, My Hint Thoughts. And today I have someone very special, someone who I'm very excited to have on the podcast, Dina Stapelman. Hi. Hi. Um, so I'm going to ask you a few questions on what do you do, what do you think of hearing loss, your perspective, and yeah, I'm very excited. So are you ready to get into it? Are you ready? Okay, um, so okay, sorry. Um, first question is what do you think of hearing loss? What do I think of hearing loss? Um, I don't think that hearing loss person and I don't see it stop anyone from doing whatever they can do. That's um amazing. Okay. Um so next one is what is what do you do? Like, I don't think I've told anyone in general on the podcast. What do you do? What is it that you do? What do I do? So I teach students who have, have hearing loss. I teach students who could be in first grade up until students who are in ninth grade. Uh, um, and I teach them different subjects. We learn Hebrew subjects, math, and um, and I don't teach English so much, but Shema teachers, that's the school that I work for. It's called Shema. Shema teachers also teach English. And a lot of it is also general knowledge. Um, that's great. So um, um, what difference do you think it makes? What, what, what change do you think you do? What change do you think this does by when you help kids and teach them? What difference do you think it does? Do you think it helps them with the healing? Do you think it helps them with the learning in general? What do you think it does, the difference? that makes that's that's um what i've seen over the years first of all there's a lot of personal like a personal touch like when i come into school to a kid in uh, so what i basically do is i, I work with individuals individually with kids specific who knows about the hearing loss of that kid that student and um can help that kid with specifically what they need in relation to their hearing loss. Like if they missed out in class, in Hebrew class or math or a certain uh, uh, concepts. And first of all, it gives them a lot of self-confidence. Also what I found is that a lot of my students um, uh, find it like, you know, they, if they have a problem and they're a little bit shy or embarrassed tell their teacher they wait to tell me about it and like it's kind of having like an advocate there in the school um that's amazing so my next question i make sure sorry um my next question is how many years like for how long have you worked in this field not like working with shama but how long have you been working with something relatable to hearing loss like this how long have you been working well that that's also a great question because I think that this is my 24th year. So wow. it's been a while. And I also, when I was in Sherwood Lumi, I also worked um, with kids in here uh, who had hearing loss in a gun. But that, that was something else. But I, since I started working Shema, I'm pretty sure that this is my 24th year. Wow, that's amazing. Um, so due to working with you on, on hearing loss something, what like, gave you the confidence? What made you want to work? with Shama and help kids with hearing loss. What was the whole reason that you wanted to do this? 
so, so when I finished high school, I went to Shirut Lumi and I worked in a gun with, with hard of hearing children and I really enjoyed it. And then I went to study special ed and I really, really enjoyed the courses that I took that had to do with hearing loss. And when I was in the middle of college, I, um, I took a course on, on um, sign language and the teacher herself was, had, oh, are you looking Shema? Maybe you should look there. And that's what I did. I looked there and there was a teacher who was going on maternity leave and I started working there and I've been there ever since. So I just found the course is very interesting and here I am. Um, that's amazing. So I'm going to ask you this question. I don't know if I asked it. So if I did, just tell me and I'll go to the phone. What is your favorite part helping kids with hearing loss? Did I ask you that? Oh, no. You didn't ask me that. And my favorite part is when I see that it makes a difference in their life. Wow. Can you can you explain that? And when I, Can I explain that? When yeah. I see that the kids are successful, let's say in school, like they did well, like I, I explained something to them, I, we, we learned something and they were able to succeed because of that, or even not because of that. There's, there's another, one of my other favorite parts, I like keeping in touch with my students who I haven't taught. That goes to you too, Khazi. Yeah. And, and um, I haven't taught in a while. And, um, and that's what I really like to do. Also. I like to hear about them. I like to hear about their successes. Um, I like to feel that I'm, I'm significant to, to, you know, to, to them. Well, that's an amazing answer. So um, I didn't ask this yet, but I'd like to ask this to the people I have on my show. What do you think of hearing loss? Like when you hear the word hearing and loss, what do you think of that? So that's a, that's a very good question also. Um, uh, what, what do I think of? The truth is I think that, that uh, I don't know if I have an exact definition. What do I think of? I usually think of kids who could do anything. I, I, I don't. I don't really think it defines a person. So I, I just kind of think of my students and just like in a regular population, you have everything in a class. You have the kid who does better at this and does better at that. It's the same thing with hearing loss. So it's, it's kind of a hard answer for me to answer, but um, yeah, I don't think it defines a person. Um, great, that's a great answer. So uh, my next question is, how do you deal with it? Like I don't know if this is like for me, but in the beginning, when you meet a new student, or you told me like last year you met a few new students, how do you deal with them? You know that they're shy, and how do you get to know more about them and what they need to help with? Do you talk to the parents? Do you just play like a game with them to know them in the beginning? How do you do it? I see you've got the best questions because it happens to be that this year I'm dealing with that. A lot of my students I've had for up to 10 years, I've had them for a long time, and I'm starting with a bunch of new students this year. And it takes a lot of time to warm up for them to get to know me, for them to, to, to trust me. We're, you know, it's a, it's a, it's like, you know, human relations. Like, you know, you have, you have to, you have to trust the person and realize that I'm just there. What? You have to like build it on. Yeah. 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 I just had that today with a student that I, 
that he's pretty new. He's I just started work, working with him a few months ago. And I feel like just in the past few weeks, he's really, he's really gotten to the, you know, gotten to the realization that I'm just here for benefit and that to totally, uh, if he needs help with something or something's not working. So uh, it takes a lot of time with new students, but uh, it's, it's very, it's very, um, I, I feel amazing. If the student does well, it's a great feeling. Amazing. Um, so I don't know if I asked this. So if I did, just tell me, I don't know if this relates to another question, but what is your point of view to hearing loss? To kids that can't hear, what is your point of view of that? What do you see? Um, what do I see if, with the kids? Yeah. Um, I see that they, I, I see that most of them could, could really succeed in anything they do. They really can. But it's it's not so easy. It really isn't because, like you know, it, it depends on the depends on the, uh, um if they wear hearing aids or not. It depends if they have an acoustic classroom. All these things help are very helpful, and they're they're the it's the right of the kid to have all the right naive to have everything that they need in order to succeed. So, so I think that if a kid has every single thing that they need in order to succeed, an acoustic classroom and a Shema teacher, and is very motivated, um, then I think that they could succeed just as much, if not more than anyone else. Amazing. Um, so my last, my final question is, I've been starting to ask people, what does breaking the barrier to hearing loss mean? Like, how do you do it? I mean, I know you don't have hearing loss individual, but how do you help kids that do have it and that struggle. What does breaking the barrier to hearing loss mean? Like you do it with the kids, what does it mean to you? Hi, uh, um, okay, can you more? Um, what does breaking the barrier to hearing loss mean? How do you help these kids and watch them struggle and make them shine, you know? Right, okay. So first of all, um, I think that to make it more um, something that's more like uh, in the norm, like when you really, uh, um, Hazi, I started teaching in a school this year where there's six kids with hearing loss. Wow. And once, yeah, and it's a big part, it's a big part of the population. And once we realize that it really is no different than wearing glasses, um, and, and in a lot of the classes, what I do and what the teachers like me do, we, we give a presentation with the kid to the class and they can ask questions and we make a whole, we, 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 we do a whole class on it. So I think that once, first of all, we treat it like a totally normal thing. Um, with a lot of my students, you know, I've had over students did not want to go out of class, right? Because usually I take a kid out of class and they were embarrassed to go out of class. But really when you see that almost everybody in the class goes out for different things, it became something totally normal. And that's what, I, that's what I think of breaking the barrier, like making it um, just like. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm back. Okay, so what, what were you saying? I was saying that 
as long as as long as kids have what they need, um, they're able to feel confident, and that's part of breaking the bar barrier. You know, people feel once people once the student feels confident, um, and not different because it's really no different than wearing glasses or any other you know any other problem. So uh, so you know everyone's able to feel better about themselves and normal and not because really we're all normal. Everybody has their own issues. That's amazing. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, Dina. Um, thank you. It means a lot. Like I get more perspectives and some like yours, like it's big deal to me and to this podcast. You get more people to hear about it. You're welcome, Khazi. It was great being on your podcast. And I'm so happy to see you. Keep up the good work. Take thank care. Bye-bye. Take care. All right, guys, that is it for this week's episode. I waited for Dina to finish so then I can tell her, um, shout, can tell you guys the shout-out and everything. So this week's shout-out goes to someone who I I know, I know, I definitely know I've shouted this person out, except I'm like, she needs to be shout-out again. She needs to hear this. So this week's shout-out goes out to my softie from my mom's side. Softie listens to this podcast all the time. She's like, one of my number one podcast fans. She's always asking me when I'm on my on my on the break for a podcast. When are you doing a new podcast episode? I'm so much and everything. So Sati, this episode is for you. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. And yeah, that that shout out goes to you this week, Sati. Anyway, um sorry I haven't been doing the shout outs actually lately because normally when I say bye to the person I interview on the podcast, I just end the meeting and I and I just forget to like do the shout out. But now I'm gonna try and be doing after the interview when the person leaves the Zoom, I'll just Say the interview. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. Um, please hit the bell to follow, um, rate, and um, you guys will. I will see you guys next week. Bye.